505 on this 20th of February. We've almost made it to the end of the week. It's already Tuesday. See there, Zach? That, that's when you're an optimist. Yeah, close. That's when you're an optimist. Yeah. Yeah. I can smell fresh cut grass <laughs> coming this weekend. Or I guess midweek, I should say, maybe. Mm. Weather's crazy. What about yet? Boy, yesterday was another good one. I'll tell you what, it seems like spring. I might be wrong. Yeah, it sounded like you. it was uh, raining at my house yesterday. All the snow was melting uh-huh. off the roof. And, yeah. 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 You know, about two weeks ago, I said, we'll push snow before we mow grass. Well, we pushed the snow. Now I think it's well, time to think today. about mowing grass. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was over on the on the south and west side, or the uh, south and east sides of the hog houses yesterday. That grass is ready to cut. Already, I think, huh? it, I think it could be cut. Yeah, on the on the south side of those buildings, uh, the snow melted off, and boy, that grass is already starting to green up. Welcome aboard, Dave Schumacher. Here's Axe on the other end this morning. Uh, markets are open, uh, coming off of the holiday yesterday, and uh, looks like we're coming in a little bit higher on the corn and beans, lower on the wheat. We'll take a look at those. Uh, the USDA came out last week with their uh, 2022 Census of Agriculture numbers. We talked about those. Rod Bain's got a report on some of the results and some of the numbers that kind of stand out in that report. We'll take a look at that coming up as well. But first, we need to head to the newsroom. What do you got, Zach? Good morning, everyone. We are reading 35 degrees outside in Maryland Heights right now. It is 5.07. An investigation is underway into the cause of what investigators are calling a suspicious house fire in Ferguson, which claimed the lives of five people and three dogs. Police say a woman and four children were killed in the early morning yesterday along the 400 block of North Clay. Police haven't released the victims' names, but family members have identified the woman as Bernadine Prusner and her four children, nine-year-old twins Ellie and Ivy, five-year-old Jackson, and two-year-old Millie. A wide-ranging crime bill passed the Missouri House on Monday. A similar crime package won the legislature's approval in the waning hours of last year's legislative session, but Governor Mike Parson vetoed it last summer. The crime package contains several changes pertaining to criminal charges and minors. It would increase the minimum age a minor could be charged as an adult for any felony from 12 to 14. It would clarify that 12 is the minimum age at which a minor could be tried as an adult for offenses such as first and second degree murder and first degree assault or robbery. It now heads to the Senate for a second round of vetting. Clock is ticking away for Illinois residents to register to vote in the general primary election. Today's the last day to register to vote in the election scheduled for March 19th. Meanwhile, absentee voting begins today in St. Louis for the April 2nd election. Absentee voting will continue through April 1st. A new grocery store will be opening in Maryland Heights. Jim Fairchild has the details. Aldi is welcoming customers to celebrate the opening of its newest location in Maryland Heights on Thursday, February 29th at 8.45 a.m. The new store is at 12,632 Dorset Road. To celebrate, the first 100 customers will receive a gift bag filled with a sampling of Aldi fan favorites products and a gift card as part of the Aldi Golden Ticket Gift Card Giveaway Program. Shoppers can also enter a sweepstakes during the grand opening weekend, February 29th through March 3rd, for a chance to win a $500 Aldi gift card. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. 
Attorney General Andrew Bailey is warning of scams during this tax season. KTRS's Jill Enders has more. Attorney General Andrew Bailey is warning Missourians to be aware of scammers and to take steps to protect themselves from anyone attempting to get their personal information. Bailey recommends the following tips. Be suspicious of any unexpected communication, supposedly from the IRS, during tax season. You don't want to fall for phone or phishing email scams. Now, scammers often pose as the IRS using a fake scheme or warnings to pay past due taxes. The IRS does not initiate contact with taxpayers by email or phone calls to request personal or financial information. Scammers will also send emails that look official by using the IRS logo. Now, anyone who believes they are the victim of one of these scams should contact the Attorney General's office. Jill Enders, KTRS News. Time now is 510, taking a look at the KTRS forecast today. Sunny with a high of 60 degrees, partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low back into the 30s. And tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 67 degrees. It is 35 degrees right now at the Big 550 KTRS. Switching over to sports, Marcy Gurton has been named the interim athletics director as Mizzou loses Desiree Reed-Francois to take the same position at Arizona. The search for a permanent replacement is underway while Reed-Francois begins her new job in Tucson next month. Mizzou basketball is at home to take on number 5 Tennessee tonight in Columbia. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.30. Tip time set for 6 here on the Big 550. St. Louis City SC opens up the Champions Cup tournament tonight at home against Houston. The regular MLS season kicks off Saturday at City Park. Blues are off for the next couple of days after their second straight home loss, this time to Toronto 4-2 yesterday. The four-game homestand ends Thursday as the Islanders visit Enterprise Center. That'll do it from the Sports Desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. The Big 550 KTRS starts another broadcast day. Thankful to be in America.
cows. We're remarkable cows. And wherever we go, it's a fabulous show. Oh, you know we are cows. That's right, we're cows. High 13 as the woes of basketball cows. at Mizzou continue. Jack, I don't know what's going on there. You kind yeah, of keep they track are, of that thing, huh? They are struggling this year. They are in uh, last place. Yeah, zero and twelve <laughs> in SEC play, and I don't think they're going to get a. I don't think they're going to win an SEC game this year. Yeah, I mean, but there's really no standout in in, in Alabama's ten and two. That's pretty good. Uh, but then they start to fall off pretty quick. I mean, you got you know Tennessee at nine and three. You got Ole Miss at six and six. You got Texas A and M six and six. You got LSU at five and seven. Arkansas at three and nine. Vanderbilt two and ten. And then there's I mean, Mizzou. And then there's Mizzou. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Mizzou. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not very good. But now you say they got a pretty good class coming in. They have a very good freshman recruiting class, yes. It's like top five in the country. So some people are calling for Dennis Gates to be fired already, but uh, I think you got to see what happens with these incoming freshmen, see if you can yeah. keep this class together. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you come, you're committed to go there, and then all of a sudden you start to see a, that you're going into a program that hasn't won a game. You got to be thinking, man, maybe some of those other schools that talk to me might be a better option. Yeah, I don't know. Only thing is, you can pitch that you're going to, you'll start playing right away. That's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that definitely would be a fact. Oh well, we'll wait it out and see uh, where that all ends up. Maybe they'll get it turned around. Um, the Blues. What are they? I'm. I, I lately. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, they were on a roll. And now they're starting to slide again. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they've lost. Yeah, they won eight of ten, but now they've lost two in a row and not have not looked good at all. Oh, is that right? No, yeah. they've not looked very good. So I don't know. Oh well, I we got guess. soccer coming. Soccer. What are the one? One of the game. What do they, they call it? There's a game tonight, isn't there? Yeah, it's some Champions Cup. I don't really. Yeah, something. And then the season starts Saturday night mm, and goes for like, yes. what, like eight or nine months or something. <laughs> yeah, they get like two two weeks of off season and they restart the season already. Yeah, but they play. I mean, their schedule. They got a lot, a lot of time between games, don't they? they usually don't the play, soccer well, thing? Usually, I think they have one. They usually play like one game a week. But like this week, yeah. they play this Champions Cup tonight. Then they play. Again on Thursday and then again on Saturday or something. They play a lot yeah. of games this week, so Oh, is that right? Yeah. I think Saturday's the the league opener, I think. If that's I got the grandkids. I think my daughter and her husband are going to the, I think they said the I'll be there on opener. Saturday, yeah. You're going on Saturday? Oh, I'm going on Saturday. I'm a I'm a big city SC fan. Oh, look I couldn't at you name go. I couldn't name anyone on the team, but I'm a big fan. <laughs> You just like to watch. Huh? I got a free yeah. ticket, so I said, "Yeah, I'll go." Oh, a free <laughs> ticket! That's I knew there had to be a catch. Yeah, that's I it. I knew there had to be a catch. That'll get you to go. Uh, never been to a. They're a lot of fun. They're actually a lot of fun. The stadium's gorgeous. Um, all the food and drinks and stuff are all local restaurants and vendors, and gorgeous oh, stadium, really? brand new. Yeah, fun atmosphere. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that mm-hmm. that the food was all local stuff. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, real quick here before we get into the markets and stff um, I turn on my Facebook uh, this morning and I look and there's a big announcement. Now some of the folks may or may not know about it. so you've got you produced 
Right. Were you the producer? I uh, wrote and directed. Wrote and directed yeah. The Piano Man. Mm-hmm. This is a four and a half hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> Close to it. No, it's just a, just a short film that I made. A, couple. a short film yeah. that you made. Mm-hmm. And it has made it to the famous Chinese theater in Hollywood next week. It will be screening at the Chinese theater on the Walk of Fame next week. Golden State Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens there? They just show it, or they are screen it. It could be up for some awards. I don't know. It depends on how the audience uh, how the audience takes it. So we will we will find out here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's unfortunately I cannot be there for it. Um, it's on a Thursday. Screens on a Thursday night, so I will not be able to be there because I gotta. I said, folks, I got to be back for the Farmer Dave show at five o'clock yeah, in the morning. Well, I could understand that. I yeah. could see where that. Yeah. Went. So, yeah. so and then I'm going to L.A. the next week, so I didn't want to be flying back and forth. You know. That much yeah, time on name, a plane, so name dropper. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm flying to L.A. the next week. Do you want to <laughs> do you want to tell them why you're going to L.A.? I'll be back for the Oscars next year. He's or going next, to the uh, this going week. to the Oscars. Weeks, so yeah, he's got to go to the Oscars. I can't go the week before because I'm going to the Oscars. <laughs> uh, yeah, name dropper. Uh, so is there like if you win the? I mean, so this is like a competition. These film festivals yes. is that yeah. kind of what it works? Mm-hmm. Okay, and like if it wins something, is there like money in it? There is some money involved. Um, cool. I actually don't know how much is in this one, but yeah, most of them. If you win like best of festival or something, you get a get a little cash prize and a trophy sent to you, and it's kind of something you can just add to your filmmaking resume. So yeah, then you get like you know like big names calling you, like wanting to make wanting you to make movies for them and so, stuff, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And mm-hmm. then and then the Farmer Dave show just gets thrown under the bus, and <laughs> away you go. To L.A. Well, congratulations, and uh, let you. us know how that uh, let us know how that uh, works out. All right, there you go. Let's run over to the markets here. Yeah, they finally opened back up last night after the holiday yesterday. At least we're in positive territory to start out the new week. March corn's up about two and a half at four nineteen. May's up uh, two at four thirty two. September new crop at four forty nine. That's up two as well. December at four sixty one, up two and a quarter. Not a whole lot, but. We'll take it. Little action on the bean trade as we're trying to get back to the twelve dollar mark. We haven't made it, but we're heading in the right direction. March is at eleven eighty one. That's up nine. Was at eleven eighty seven at one point. May's at eleven eighty five. That's up eight and three quarters. Uh November beans are trading at eleven fifty five, up six and a half, and looks like January at eleven sixty five up seven and a quarter. And once again there are no twelve dollar beans anywhere to be found on the Chicago Board of Trade. Overall in the wheat trade, well, it's not faring as well. We wound up last week six cents lower in the nearby. We're three lower in the new crop or in the uh, overnight with March at 557. May's down to three as well at 555. July new crop at 558. That's down three about off of a high of 563. And December at 582. That is down two and a half cents a bushel. You want to look at some six dollar wheat? Yeah, you got to go to May of 2025 to find any $6 wheat. So uh, July new crop, 558, down three off of a high of uh, 559. So there are 563, that is. So we're about uh, five cents off of the overnight high. It is 521 on this Tuesday morning, 20th of February. We'll take a quick break. Recap the livestock and the weather right after this. 
Hey, it's Heidi, and I feel very lucky to love where I live. And I know Lauren Risley feels the same. And her team at Lauren Risley Realty wants you to experience that same great feeling. One of their mottos at Lauren Risley Realty is love where you live or move. Dream homes are their specialty. Actually, they do a lot of things right because when you buy or sell a home, it's not just a transaction. What the Lauren Risley team does is build relationships, and I've seen that firsthand. So if you have plans to buy, sell, invest, or just have a question about any of it, call Lauren Risley Realty. 314-775-0684. That's 314-775-0684. You can also email Lauren at hello at Lauren Risley Realty. In 1884, President Chester A. Arthur signed into law the Enabling Act, which recognized professional tax preparers and taxpayer advocates. Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Capital Advisory Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. Since 1976, our company has helped thousands of area businesses get their financial plans in order reduce their tax liability, and stop overpaying their federal and state income taxes. If you are not taking full advantage of the tax law and you feel like you're paying more than your fair share in taxes, then let us help you plan for 2024 and beyond with a free tax analysis to help you make sense of the numbers and the daunting tax code. To learn more, give us a call at 636-394-5524. Or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. Again, the number is 636-394-5524. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 523 on this uh, Tuesday morning. I'm showing 31 degrees here in rural Belleville. We'll have that forecast for you coming up in just a minute. U.S. government officials provided their take on how diversification of agricultural export opportunities is taking place at the 100th USDA Ag Outlook Forum. Rod Bain has more on some of the issues of trade. A look at diversifying ag export opportunities to start day two of USDA's Agricultural Outlook Forum Friday. Examples of those efforts and their importance were discussed by dignitaries such as Secretary of State Antony Blinken by recorded remarks. The United States is working to promote open global markets and support the free flow of goods, which is essential to get food from farms to plates. We're advocating in international organizations for science-based food safety standards, to set common guidelines, and maintain farmers' access to pesticides, veterinary drugs, biotechnology, and other innovations. And U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai. Secretary Vilsack and his entire team at USDA have been the best partners teaming up to make sure that the benefits of trade make it all the way to the farm gate and that U.S. farmers, ranchers, producers, and exporters can compete on a truly level playing field. Discussion also included examples of recent market access openings and expansions in both existing and developing nations. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Yeah, the export business is a global trade, and everybody grows it, everybody trades it, and everybody sells it. And it's just a matter of getting into those markets to help develop some type of a relationship with some of these countries where we're not doing business. We always hear about the the big players, Japan, China, Canada, Mexico, but there are so many other export markets that are available, and uh, they're doing a, a doing a pretty good job getting into those markets. But it's, it just takes time. And then you run into issues like transportation, whether it be through the 
through the uh, Panama Canal, just whichever way you're trying to get there. Now we have trade, uh, not trade issues, but movement issues, transportation issues, trying to get those products from the farm to the market. So we'll keep an eye on that situation as it develops into the future. It is 525. It's all about the weather. Yeah, some folks might be taking off to go play golf today. Zach, what do you got? It's 34 degrees outside right now. It's going to be sunny today. Yeah, that high is 60 degrees today. It's going to be clear throughout the day and clear overnight tonight with a low of 39. Mostly sunny tomorrow as well. Warming up to a high of 67 degrees tomorrow and a low of 52 on Wednesday night. Showers are expected to start late tomorrow night and continue throughout the day on Thursday with a high of 60 degrees on Thursday and a low of 39 on Thursday night. Sun comes back out on Friday with a high of 56 degrees and a low of 38 on Friday night. Then for the weekend, Saturday, it's going to be sunny with a high of 55. And on Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 70 degrees. Clear Sunday night with a low of 47. Starting off next week with a slight chance of a shower on Monday morning, but it will turn sunny by midday. Again, high right at 70 degrees. So it's going to be warm the next several days. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Hot. Yeah. Hot. Coming. That'll be the next thing. Mm. Be hot. Yeah. Uh, 32 degrees now here in rural Belleville. Winds are coming in out of the east at 2 miles an hour. Humidity at 73. Visibility is at 10 miles. Sun up at 645 and sundown this afternoon at 544 as we stretch those daylight hours out a couple of minutes every day. Coming up on 527, we'll take a quick break for the news. We'll come back with our Illinois Farm Bureau report. So much to do, so little time left to do it. We better get to the news. We'll be right back. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're here for all of life's wins. Like when you get a new car, or a new boat, or a new driver, or when your son moves out, but your mom moves in, or you find out you're expecting again, or when one rental property turns into two, then 20, or you realize they're all in Tornado Alley. Life is full of life events, so call your Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance agent or visit mofbinsurance.com to find an agent near you, and we'll make sure you have the right coverage for each of life's wins. What makes SWIC your first choice? Is it our affordable tuition, convenient locations, and online classes? Or the advanced training options in technical education, health science, and more? Whatever it is, Southwestern Illinois College can train you for an exciting career or help you prepare for a university. Visit swic.edu and take a tour today. Where is a great time to work on your trees? Hi, I'm Steve with River City Tree Service, your go-to tree service since 2008. Whether you want to trim your trees, need some deadwooding, or you want a tree removed in the stump ground, choose the ISA Certified Arborist at River City Tree Service in Baldwin. Right now, we're offering a winter special that will save you a lot of money. Call 314-270-8071. That's 314-270-8071. River City Tree Service. It's Miller Furniture's half-price sale going on now through February 20th. I'm Mark Miller, owner of Miller Furniture, your home for quality American-made furniture since 1927. Don't miss our biggest sale of the year and get half off our list price on all in-stock and select custom-order furniture. Come shop the largest selection of solid wood, Amish-made furniture, and the best variety of flex steel in the St. Louis area, all included in our half-price sale. Right now, get half-price floor-model mattress closeouts from world-famous brands like Tempur-Pedic and Chatham & Wells. Plus, get a free 
free adjustable base with the purchase of select mattress models. Visit any of our locations in Belleville, Lake St. Louis, Ellisville, or our newest 55,000 square foot showroom in Fairview Heights to save on over $6 million of inventory. Hurry in now until February 20th. The furniture sale of the year is happening. Save half off our list price on everything in stock, plus custom orders from Flex Steel, Smith Brothers, and exclusive Amish-made furniture you won't find anywhere else. Don't miss the half-price sale at Miller Furniture, your American-made furniture headquarters on both sides of the river. Are you living with joint pain? Living with chronic or severe hip or knee pain should not mean giving up the things you love. Pain from arthritis and joint degeneration can be constant or come and go. It's common for patients to try medication and other conservative treatments to treat their knee or hip pain. If you haven't experienced adequate relief with those treatment options, you may visit it for a Mako Smart Robotics partial or total knee or hip replacement, which may provide you with relief from your joint pain. Signature Orthopedics Dr. Christopher Palmer specializes in robotic hip and knee replacements using a minimally invasive technology to provide patients with relief from arthritis and joint pain. Less invasive means less painful and faster recovery times. Learn more at drpalmerortho.com. You don't have to live with joint pain. Go to drpalmerortho.com to learn more and schedule your appointment and get back to the things you love. KTRS St. Louis. We are Mizzou. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. It's a major deal being proposed for the credit card industry. Capital One wants to buy Discover in an agreement valued at $35 billion. Capital One is currently the 12th largest U.S. bank. Discover, the 33rd biggest. It's still pouring in Southern California with more rain on the way. Flooding, high winds, hail, even tornado threats. Downtown Los Angeles getting the most rain it's seen in two and a half decades. Denise Duncan works at a flight school in Solano County, California. My personal concern is that the aircraft are tied down well enough because if they get loose, it's all bad. Health experts are warning about a surge in measles cases, all involving unvaccinated people. All you have to be is in the same room or proximity with a with an infected patient to be at risk for contracting the virus. Dr. Ronald Ford at Joe DiMaggio Hospital near Fort Lauderdale, where an elementary school has reported several cases of measles. Experts say measles cannot spread when 95% of a population is vaccinated. This is ABC News. Thirty-four degrees outside at five thirty-one. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. An investigation is underway into the cause of what investigators are calling a suspicious house fire in Ferguson, which claimed the lives of five people and three dogs. Police say a woman and her four children were killed in the early morning yesterday along the four hundred block of North Clay. Police haven't released the victims' names, but family members have identified the woman as Bernadine Prusner. And her four children, nine-year-old twins, Ellie and Ivy, five-year-old Jackson, and two-year-old Millie. A suspect is being sought in a fatal hit-and-run accident in South County. Police say a man was struck by a passing motorist last night in the area of McKenzie Road and Alpine Drive. The driver did leave the scene. The victim died at the site of the accident. The victim's names haven't been released. A wide-ranging crime bill passed the Missouri House on Monday Similar crime package won the legislature's approval in the waning hours of last year's legislative session, but Governor Mike Parson vetoed it last summer. Crime package contains several changes pertaining to criminal charges and minors. It would increase the minimum age of a minor could be charged as an adult from any felony for 12 to 14. 
and it would clarify that 12 is the minimum age at which a minor could be tried as an adult for offenses such as first and second degree murder and first degree assault or robbery. It now heads to the Senate for a second round of vetting. All schools in the Francis Howell District will be learning remotely today and tomorrow after network outages. After school, sports and activities will continue as scheduled. A decision will be made by 5 p.m. tomorrow whether or not in-person classes will resume or if students will continue to work remotely. Clock is ticking away for Illinois residents to register to vote in the general primary election. Today is the last day to register to vote in the election scheduled for March 19th. Meanwhile, absentee voting begins today in St. Louis for the April 2nd election. Absentee voting will continue through April 1st. Worldwide Technology Raceway is hosting two job fairs in March. Details from KTRS's Jim Fairchild. Worldwide Technology Raceway, the home of NASCAR, IndyCar, and NHRA in the St. Louis Metro East region, will hold two job fairs in March in preparation for the 2024 event season. Many positions in all departments are available, positions also available at the Gateway Carplex. The first job fair will take place on Saturday, March 2nd from 9 a.m. to noon. The second will be held on Thursday, March 7th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Both job fairs will be held in the Enfield Media Center inside the Oval Track. Get more information and an application at their website, wwtraceway.com slash job dash application. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. It's uh, 34 degrees at 534. I'm Zach Bining, KTRS News. Students at St. Dominic High School are educated with a higher purpose through the Dominican tradition of prayer, study, community, and service. Located on 50 incredible acres in O'Fallon, Missouri, St. Dominic High School focuses on making sure every student belongs and is supported by their community. A St. Dominic experience allows students to grow educationally, spiritually, socially, athletically, and artistically. Every student is challenged to be their best and support one another at St. Dominic, where they believe in educating with a higher purpose. Dr. Joseph Molesky here with STL Medical Weight Loss. Are you frustrated with your New Year's resolution and not getting the weight loss results you desire? Join our over 900 plus patients who have found success with our FDA approved injectable weight loss peptides. These peptides are injected once weekly. They help with food cravings and boost your metabolism. Imagine losing 20 plus pounds in 90 days. Book today stlmedweightloss.com or give us a call at 636-628-6604. We're going to change your life in less than 90 days. Don't let a cold, sinus infection, or allergies ruin your day. Breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier with Navage. Visit Navage.com, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, or a store near you. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 5.36 on the mark on this Tuesday morning. Zach, folks getting ready to head out the door. Which jacket do they need this morning? <laughs> it kind of depends on the hour, but it's 34 degrees outside right now. Sunny today, high of 60 degrees, clear overnight tonight with a low of 39. Mostly sunny and 67 degrees the high for tomorrow with a low of 52 on Wednesday night. Showers expected to start late Wednesday night and continue throughout the day on Thursday with a high of 60 degrees on Thursday and a low of uh, 39 on Thursday night. 56 and sunny on Friday and as we head into the weekend, 55 and sunny on Saturday. Then on Sunday, 70 degrees and on Monday, again, a high of 70. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Currently showing 32 degrees here in rural Belleville. Boy, it's bouncing around. It's been 31. It's been 33. 
uh, I guess as that sun slowly starts to come up, it uh, is going to start warming up rather quickly. The sun is up at 645 and done at 544 this afternoon, but the winds are coming in out of the east at 2 miles an hour. That shouldn't be too much of a factor this morning. Humidity is at 73%. Visibility is at 10 miles as we get started this morning. So sounds like some great weather coming our way. Well, the results are now available for the latest edition of the USDA Census of Agriculture. Everybody's had a chance to look at them. Rod Main looks at some of the data points from the 2022 Census of Agriculture in this edition of Agriculture USA. Five years in the making, plus an additional year-plus period to crunch all the data. The result? The results found within USDA's 2022 Census of Agriculture. It allows us to take a snapshot in time, allows us to compare what has occurred over the five-year period, and begin to ask ourselves questions about the policy formation and the direction that we need to take in order to correct or deal with some of the challenges that the data presents. I'm Rod Bain. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack and others join us as we look at some of the major points of interest within the latest edition of the Census of Agriculture in this edition of Agriculture USA. Over 6 million data points about our nation's farms and ranches and those who operate them down to the county level. That is the makeup of the foremost agricultural information resource in the U.S., the 2022 Census of Agriculture. Every five years, USDA conducts the census with months of enumerating responses and crunching the figures to present the snapshot in time that is farming and ranching in the end of 2022. Among the findings of note, two particular data points that raise the concern of Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack. Survey after survey continues to show a decline in the number of farms and in the farmland. In 2017, when we did the survey, there were 2,042,220 farms. Today, the survey reports we have 1,900,487 farms. That's 142,000 fewer farms in five years. In 2017, we had almost well, a little over 900 million acres of land and farming. Five years later, we have 880 million acres. So we've lost 20 million acres. What has also been a concerning data trend throughout recent censuses of agriculture, the increasing average age of farm producers in our country. Brian Combs of USDA's National Agricultural Statistics Service notes that found in the 2022 census. Overall average of all producers at 58.1. At a six-month increase from the 2017 census of agriculture, that is a smaller census-to-census rise in average producer age than seen in recent surveys. However, the demographic category of new and beginning and young farmers draw interest from various data points. For instance, the young producer is anyone who is involved in farm decision-making under the age of 35 as of December the 31st, 2022. And the census shows that 296,480 young producers were reported. There was also an 11% increase in the number of beginning farmers from the 2017 census. When looking at beginning farmers within the latest census from an average age standpoint, the average age of these new and beginning producers is 47.1, which is lower than the 
overall average of all producers. And within the total number of ag producers in the U.S. 30% of producers were considered new and beginning for the 2022 Census of Agriculture. An additional demographic data point. Female producers accounted for 36% of all producers. 58% of farms have at least one female producer. What does ag production look like according to the 2022 Census of Agriculture? Brian Combs starts with this. The total value of production increased almost 40% from 2017 to 2022. That was up to $543 billion from $389 billion in 2017. Crop sales accounted for 52% of that value in 2022, and those were up 45% from 2017. Livestock sales also increased, and they were up 35% from 2017. The census also indicates farm production expenses came in at $424 billion in 2000. 2022. As a result, net income from farms between 2017 and 2022 increased by $36.7 billion, or 72% since 2017. And a total of 43% of farms had positive net cash farm income in 2022. With so much information to share from the latest census of ag, Combs acknowledges release of various census-oriented reports will take place throughout the coming year. That includes further data on two new categories in the census series. The precision ag question was new. We'll be looking at that in combination with other data points to discover more about what those operations look like. 2022 is the first time that hemp was asked as an individual crop. NASA is planning on producing some additional information on hemp that will be released in the fall. Likewise, more exploration of the 2022 Census of Agriculture will take place in future programs. This has been Agriculture USA. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. And, uh-oh, there you go. And if you'd like to talk or listen to the uh, uh, look the numbers or look over the numbers, you can go. What's going on here, Zach? The <laughs> goblins are taking over the computers. Uh, that little arrow thing is running crazy. Uh, if you'd like to see the numbers, the breakdown for county all the way down to the county level, you can go to uh, just type in the uh, 2022 Census of Agriculture, and the website will come up, and you can pick it all the way down to your uh, your county and see what the numbers are and kind of where things have been, where they're going as far as comparison to the last Census of Agriculture. It's 543. We'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll have this week's Farm Bureau report right after this. Hi, I'm Mark Cantor with Cantor Injury Law. I have lived and worked here in Missouri my entire life. My beautiful wife, Amy Cantor, and I have been married for 30 years, and we raised our three awesome children right here. I am an avid hunter and fisherman. I'm for Missouri and America, and I'm a lawyer. As I said, my law firm is Cantor Injury Law. We have the only injury law firm retreat center in America right here in Warrington, Missouri, called Canterland. We love our dogs, guns, ATVs, horses, chickens, goats, and the countryside. At Cantor Injury Law, we want to help you win. If you have a serious injury caused by the negligence of another on the roadways or at work, we will fight hard to maximize your financial recovery. So don't take a little dough. Get the big bucks. Get Cantor Injury Law. CantorInjuryLaw.com 314-628-9999 
The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisement. Here's our story. Tony and Denise, brother and sister team, born and raised in good old St. Louis, started in 2009. More like 1959. Started our business in 2009 with the idea of buying in bulk in order to save you money. Our sales staff will educate you on products and features that are most important to you. We can offer top brands like GE at the lowest price every day. Come by and visit any of our four showrooms or shop us online at the your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Hello from the Illinois Farm Bureau in Bloomington. I'm Rita Frazier with the RFD Radio Network. Kevin Simlo is Executive Director of the Governmental Affairs and Commodities Division at Illinois Farm Bureau and talks about the busy week in Springfield at the Capitol next week. We anticipate that we'll see anywhere from three to 4,000 bills at a minimum introduced next week. Uh, generally, this is spread out over a little bit more of several weeks, but there's been kind of a backlog because of the staffing levels in Springfield have kind of gotten things backed up, and we anticipate all that's going to come out next week. That's a lot of bills. It's a lot of ideas, but when you have 177 legislators, then there's just a lot of work that has to go through with drafting them um, and then for us to read them and analyze them. And some of those, of course, will have impact, uh, potential impact for IFB members for agriculture, for farmers. Let's talk livestock. Uh, The Livestock Management Facilities Act, are you anticipating anything surrounding that law? We anticipate that we will see several bills introduced to change the Livestock Management Facilities Act. Um, We see them every couple of years, but we're hearing some shifts in potential sponsors. Uh, We'll probably see someone that's got a more urban background introduce them. Of course, the LMFA, um, the reason there's not a lot of press out there is, is it works. The act was put together. There's been some changes over the years, but the reason that we don't see a lot of problems is, is it's actually good law that's in place. Is it tough? Yes. Is it a lot of hoops to jump through for producers? Yes. But when they go through those hoops and they build those facilities and they're actually put up and, and run, uh, they follow the state law pretty well. And it's, it's, it's done in a way that it was intended to do, which is really make sure that we have a safe, healthy livestock industry. Uh, anything else, any other items that you guys are going to be zeroing in on? Well, of course, this year we're really focusing on the estate tax. We have made it a big push for the last four years, and we've really been working with legislators trying to educate them of what the estate tax does to a family farm. I think it's starting to resonate because legislators are finally starting to say that, look, for farming, farms are not cash rich. They're asset rich. And they see that if you are going to have to pay this exorbitant tax, you've got to sell off part of your farm. And in some instances, if you go in and say you've got three kids uh, that are the inheritance and one of them wants to sell and the other two don't, judges generally say, you know what, I'm not messing with it, sell it all. Well, that that really doesn't work well. And so um, we've got some proposals. Uh, there's a couple of bills that have been introduced already, um, and we'll be working uh, with those sponsors. One, of course, is... Senate Bill 2921 by Senator Kaler, and the other one is House Bill 4600 by Representative uh, Chung. Both here represent part of McLean County and Woodford County. Senator Kaler goes into Peoria. So they have stepped up and they have heard this message and they really want to push this home. And it's going to change a few things in, in the estate tax. One is currently there's a $4 million threshold, which means that if you go over $4 million in your assets, you then have to pay the tax back to starting with dollar one. So it's kind of a weird way. It's not an exemption. So one of the things is, is we want to raise that from $4 million to $6 million, and we want to change it from a threshold 
to an exemption. And so that makes a big difference so that if you do have to pay the tax, the first $6 million you would not pay taxes on. And so that is a huge thing that we we're hoping that we can get passed into law. There's going to be some changes in the uh, what's called the 2032A rule, which is how you determine your assets. We're making some changes to make it very beneficial. Um, and we're also going to make it so that you can couple um, – spouses together. Currently, you don't have that option like you do on the federal level. So those, in a nutshell, are the big picture items of that. Um, We're excited that we had uh, just last week a huge press conference where Senator Kaler and Chung and a group of other bipartisan legislators, Republican, Democrats, senators, House members, were all here saying that this is an important thing that they want to get done. So all four caucuses have said this is going to be a priority for them. Um, And so we're really Really anxious and very optimistic that we can get this done here. Hello from the Illinois Farm Bureau in Bloomington. I'm Rita Frazier with the RFD Radio Network. Kevin Simlo is Executive Director of the Governmental Affairs and Commodities Division at Illinois Farm Bureau and talks about the busy week in Springfield at the Capitol next week. Uh, This spring uh, would be ideal, but of course this is an election year, so it may go into the fall veto session if, if it has to. We'll roll with the punches and we'll make sure that we keep this out there as a priority. Kevin Simlo, Illinois Farm Bureau. Here's what Illinois farmer John Griffel has to say about farmweeknow.com. It gives you a whole wealth of data. You can go through and look at your markets in your local areas. You can look at the weather for your area. The wealth of information on there is pretty exceptional. I look mainly for ease of use, and it's very easy to use. It's very straightforward, very understandable. I have three minutes while the feeder's rolling. I can look and look through those options and just keep up to date with a couple minutes a day. Farmweeknow.com. All ag, all Illinois, all you need. As always, thanks, Rita. Great report. 5.50 on the mark on this Tuesday morning. Let's run back over to the weather desk. What do you got, Zach? 34 degrees outside right now. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 60 degrees. Clear overnight tonight with a low of 39. Sunny on Wednesday with a high of 67 and a low of 52. On Wednesday night, chance of shower start late Wednesday and continue throughout the day on Thursday with a high of 60 degrees again on Thursday and a low of 39 Thursday night. On Friday, it's going to be sunny with a high of 56 and a low of 38 on Friday night. And for the weekend, Saturday, sunny, high of 55 degrees. Warming up on Sunday with a high of 70 degrees on Sunday. Clear overnight Sunday with a low of 47. Chance of a spot shower or two on Monday morning, then turn mostly sunny. And again, a high of 70 degrees on Monday. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. All right, thanks, Zach. Yeah, the temperature dropped another degree. I'm 31 now. As I said, it's been about a three or four degree spread since we started this morning. It's up, it's down, it gains a degree, loses a degree. Uh, Winds are coming in out of the east at three miles an hour. Humidity is at 73%. Sun up at 645 and sundown this afternoon at 544. Well, the long hours, yeah, the cost, yeah, the weather all start to become concerns this time of the year as planting season is just around the corner. Maybe that equipment needs fixing. Oh, yeah, does that sound familiar to your operation? Well, no matter the season in the world of agriculture, it faces these unique pressures each and every season. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or hopeless, yeah, there is help. You can call or text the helpline at 833-FARM-SOS. You'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressure of grain and livestock farming, and there's no cost to call. You can email counselors 24-7 at Farm Family Resource Helpline at mhsil.com. 
Farmersunited.com. Everyone needs someone to talk to, and if you're a farmer or a farm family member and need some support to get you through the day, they're there for you. Call the helpline today, 833-FARM-SOS. It's 833-327-6767. Brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine. Are you living with joint pain? Living with chronic or severe hip or knee pain should not mean giving up the things you love. Pain from arthritis and joint degeneration can be constant or come and go. It's common for patients to try medication and other conservative treatments to treat their knee or hip pain. If you haven't experienced adequate relief with those treatment options, you may be a candidate for a Mako Smart Robotics partial or total knee or hip replacement, which may provide you with relief from your joint pain. Signature Orthopedics Dr. Christopher Palmer specializes in robotic hip and knee replacements using a minimally invasive technology to provide patients with relief from arthritis and joint pain. Less invasive means less painful and faster recovery times. Learn more at drpalmerortho.com. You don't have to live with joint pain. Go to drpalmerortho.com to learn more and schedule your appointment and get back to the things you love. The countdown to wall-to-wall Arch Madness Tournament action is on. Here's Cadell for three. Got it! And it's brought to you in part by Aldon. Your indoor air quality specialists. And Lacey Lumber Company. The best of woods. Got it, the buzzer! The Great Bulldogs winning in overtime. Exclusively heard on the Big 550. KTRS. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors come back today from a long holiday weekend looking ahead to some big earnings reports this week. Computer chip giant NVIDIA, Walmart, and Home Depot report over the next few days. Minutes from the Fed's January meeting are due out tomorrow. Capital One Bank has reached a $35 billion agreement to buy credit card issuer Discover. The bank hopes to close the deal by early next year. It's expected to come under an intense antitrust spotlight from federal regulators. Auto insurance rates have hit an average $2,500 for full coverage. That's up 26% this year alone. Drivers in Louisiana and Florida are especially hard hit because they're prone to natural disasters. And a record number of Americans will turn 65 this year, about 4.1 million according to the Wall Street Journal. AARP calls it a silver tsunami. The Bipartisan Policy Center says the new 65-year-olds are healthier, wealthier, and expected to live at least another 20 years. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And it looks like the market's off about 132 points in the overnight trade. 555 as we wrap it up, taking a look at what's going on in the overnight trade as the traders get back to work coming off of the holiday. Maybe that was the break they needed. We're coming in a little bit higher. March corn's up three now at 419. May's up two and three quarters at 432. September new crops trading at 449. That's up two and a half cents. And December at 461, up two and a half cents a bushel. Overall in the bean trade, yeah, double digit up. March is up a dime at 1182. May's up a dime at 1186. November's at 1156. That's up seven and three quarters. And January trading at 1166, up seven and a half cents. We, eh, we're kind of back, finally made our way back into positive territory. It's uh, trying to tag along with the corn. March is, well, now it's even at 560. May's at 559. That's up a quarter cent. July new crop up a quarter cent at 562. December 24 at 584. That's still down a quarter cent. July of 25 at 603. That closed out Friday down seven 
and a half cents a bushel. Zach, we love to hear from the listeners. Uh, 84126, getting a few texts on the text line this morning, real quick here. Are beginning farmers more organic farms? Mm, I don't know. You, you'll have a. I, I don't have the exact numbers. I don't know that. But in my. I would think that some of the smaller operations would be more organic uh, than the big operations, but there's nobody really. It's hard to become a beginning farmer and be big right off the bat. So some of the smaller operations, the organic farms are traditionally smaller than the the, uh, non-organic farms. So there could be a few more uh, young farmers getting into that. Uh, Let's see. Less farms mean we need all the tools, resources to get the most product. Absolutely. That's the farming industry has kept up and increased the number, the amount of production against the number of acres uh, over the years. We continue to lose acres and we continue to increase production, which is what we need the tools and resources for to do if we're going to continue to feed the world. Uh, Another one from the 314, if it took five years to put the census of agriculture together, isn't the data too old to be useful for planning? Well, it's hard to say, but it does take five years to put all that together. It gives us a baseline. I don't know that it's the day-to-day operation, but it does give you a baseline for where the industry is going uh, across the country. Uh, And, yeah, it takes a long time. It takes them five years to put all those numbers together. That music means we're out of here. McGraw's in the wings. He's getting ready to go. We'll keep an eye on the markets, have updates at 10 and 12. And with any luck at all, we'll all be back together tomorrow morning at 5. Get out and enjoy the day. Talk to you tomorrow at 5. Look like surfing on a 747 wing at 35,000 feet? Or maybe, how would you look arriving in formal wear and in a Rolls Royce at a royal wedding? Wonder no more. The power to create these scenes is about to arrive. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Okay, what I just described is from OpenAI, the same people who created ChatGPT. It's called Sora. Sora will create any kind of video that you type into it, anything you can imagine. They're up to a minute long, at least for now, and breathtakingly realistic. All of this comes from simple text prompts entered at your keyboard. And yes, Sora is an incredible breakthrough. It's also incredibly dangerous, especially when it's released to the entire world. Sora means that you cannot trust anything that you see on any screen, especially in an election year. Join over a half a million folks who get tech smart with my free newsletter. Sign up at getkim.com.